song was saying to us we truly children of god um it's lovely to be here this morning with everyone uh, lovely to have you around here um i want us to begin to pray and just to pray and open up this and allow the holy spirit and to really speak to us today marcy would you like to pray to this yes good morning everyone okay. father we thank you so much we thank you so much for the opportunity to come before your throne boldly, to be able to bring ourselves before you this morning, Father. And Father, as we come before you, we too, where two or three are gathered in your name, we are, you're in the midst of us and we thank you for that. And we thank you, Father, that as we come before you this morning, we continue to ask you to have your way in, with and through us. Mm continue to use us, continue to speak to us, continue to help us to walk with you, mm. to talk with you, to commune with you. Yes, Lord. So that you can speak directly to our hearts about the things that you want to reveal to us in order for us to be able to do for you, for the advancement of your kingdom. Father, we thank you so much. We thank you so much that we do not walk, that we do walk by faith and not by sight. And Father, we thank you that we are very clear that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age. And Father, as you continue to reveal your plans and your purposes to us we will continue to know who we are in you we'll continue to abide in you continue to walk with you continue to talk to you continue to listen to you continue to be directed by you mm. we thank you father that as we continue to bring ourselves before you continue to commit every single aspect of our lives to you father you will reveal yourself. You will reveal your plans and your purposes. And you will show yourself strong in concern with those things. Father, we pray above all else that your kingdom will come and your will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Use us, Father. Use us. Use us to accomplish that which only you can accomplish let us be your hands your feet your mouthpiece father we thank you and we pray in jesus name amen 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 thank you marcia for that well again good morning everyone it's lovely to have you to be with us good morning babe you're right yeah yeah, I'm good, thank you. Yeah. How are you? You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Very good. Uh, we just want to really thanks for those who are here listening. And just again, um, acknowledged uh, different ones here. And before that, as I said, you can just continue to send us uh, your videos, your messages, your comment on the Revelation Hour WhatsApp, or you can even email us at 
info at revelationhour.co.uk. And I just wanted before we start um, to acknowledge um, Nicola, there's been tremendous and last week and she shared um, she share her knowledge uh, in terms of homeschooling and so on. And I just wanted to allow her to give us a bit more detail about the stuff that she's doing now and if, if people want to get um, more information, um, really, they can actually really talk to us. So, Nicola, as you hear now, um, I just, would you be okay for us to really just tell us when we can actually access um, the information, but also uh, if you want to join uh, your group as well, it'd be great to hear from you if you're here with us. I'm here. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You know, Nicola, she's a prayer warrior. She's been <laughs> on a prayer half night. She's been on the Women of the Watch in the morning, and she's still here this morning with us. Thank you so much. I don't even want to see how your eyes look like. You know. Well, well, yeah. let me let me let me just confess that I actually didn't make the Women of the Watch prayer this morning. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> we so won't say anything. <laughs> But I'll claim the, the, the prayer warrior bit. Amen. 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 So we, we had people asking questions last week. It was wonderful as you talked to us, but they wanted to have more information. So how can I get in touch with you? Brilliant question. Um, before I say that, let me just thank you guys again, actually, for having me on last week. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and your, what you guys are doing and what God's doing through you is amazing. It's really, really empowering stuff. And every time I listen, I try to tune in every single week and every single time I leave sobered, um, empowered, and even excited actually about what God is doing um, amidst oh. the people of God. So I just want to thank you guys so much. Oh, amen. You guys amen. are serving God and he's smiling at what you're doing. It's such a good resource. So thank you oh. so much for that. Bless you. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I had a great time last week and I know if, if there's people that want to know a bit more about kind of what I do. Um, so typically I will run short courses, and workshops and provide one-to-one -one support for families, usually work with the parents. I don't usually work with directly with the children, but I will work with the parents um, to implement strategies, to manage behavior. It could be to bring organization into the home, to look at um, what's happening underneath difficult behaviors, um, I tend to work in a very therapeutic way. So I, I look at the reasons why <laughs> and look at the roots of what's going on rather than just giving a blanket strategy, which is why I kind of say, I don't, I don't think every strategy works for every child because they're all individual. Um, so you really get a tailored kind of bespoke <laughs> program when you work with me. Even when I do the courses and workshops, it's delivered in a way that caters to whatever your situation is. Um, so yeah, so yeah, typically short courses, workshops, one-to-one -one support, um, that could be in person or over a digital communication platform. Um, I just want to plug at the moment, if you're, if you're really into what we spoke about last week, I actually have um, a parenting champion series on my website. Mm. Um, and that's, it's a five part series based on Proverbs 22 verse six which says, you know, train up a child in the way that they should go. When they're old, they won't depart from it. And it's really just about identity and purpose and how 
we as parents can raise children so they live out their God-given mandate. Mm-hmm. And it's about training them up in the way they should go, not, not the way we're going. Oh, <laughs> um, so yeah, so I definitely would recommend that one. And you can find out about all of this that I'm talking about over at the website, which is lifeandparentingwithnick.com. Um, I can share it actually if you want in in the chat. Yes, um, yes, that'd be brilliant if you could. And you, you can you can find out all about the courses and workshops. There's even a free digital library that I'm starting to build. So that's free resources that you can get, um, books and all sorts of other <laughs> wonderful stuff. So yeah, so that's the main way to get in contact. Fantastic. Um, well, we, but we I'm are, also on Instagram. <laughs> fantastic. We are looking for you for your involvement when it comes to the gritty times, you know, to really help our <laughs> children. So that is fantastic. So thank you so much again, uh, Nicola, for really speaking to us this morning and just give us more insight oh, uh, about what you're doing. That's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, guys. So that was Nicola uh, speaking to us. So if you want to get more information, she's going to put on the chat as well. And also she, we will actually put it again on the WhatsApp um, as well if you want um, really to uh, get more information into it. That's brilliant. So it is www.lifeandparentingwithnick.com and she's got sex as well, Instagram at lifeandparentingwithnick.com. Nick, so that is brilliant. I'm excited. You know, excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. Fantastic, fantastic. fantastic. So, um, I know people have been asking a lot the show in terms of going through the vitamins and the health. Let me tell you something. We will have more show on this. Uh, we, we're trying to follow what the Holy Spirit is saying to us, how we want to approach it. But we will definitely have more show into health as well. And I, and I think that is a very important factor in terms of us preparing uh, the generation you know the bible speak about us being his temple in us as our bodies in temple so we will definitely have more show the microbiome uh, other topic that's coming through so bear with us uh, we will have those show uh, coming through over the next few weeks today we really this week to be let, let, let me be honest with you guys Usually, I have kind of an idea as I speak to the Lord about which topic we are going to cover. Um, but for some reason, the Lord didn't want to reveal anything to me. Um, really didn't want to reveal anything. And I was a little bit concerned going through the week and thinking, I've got nothing, babe. Have you, you know, do you sense anything? I've got nothing. And it's not until... Uh, um, Wednesday, really Wednesday that I got some kind of picture and the beginning of an understanding. And by the time we reached Friday, Saturday, then I was really, the Lord was really clear about what he wanted us to talk in terms of preparing ourselves um, for the times to come. So as we spoke about many times, it's about seeing the world from God's perspective and also really building a community within a community. But one of the Lord has been speaking to me this week is very clear. We need to know our enemy. Master's looking at me with a smile. Is there anything that you wanted to say to this? Mm, no, no, no. We need to know our enemy. And there's a couple of scriptures that came to me, clearly said, 2 Corinthians 2.11 says this, lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. The other scripture said, be sober, 
be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, walk about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And really, the scriptures speak really clearly out, even though we are children of God, we still need to know the plan of the enemy. So he cannot take advantage of us, so we can't be ignorant also of his devices. Peter really said that we need to be sober, we need to be vigilant, you need to be watchful. And that's a very thing. So what he says to me, he said, know your enemy. There's a couple of uh, quotes. Um, one here called this, know your enemy, know his sword by Mayamoto Musashi. But there's another thing that I wanted us to read as well before we actually get into the topic as we're going to be talking on, on the New World Order in 2020. Um, says this, Sun Tzu, the heart of war. If you know your enemy and yourself, you need not fear the result of a number of battles. If you know yourself but not the enemy, for every victory gained, you will also suffer defeat. If you know neither the enemy, nor yourself, you will succumb in every battle. Now, the reason I put this, 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 this quote from this book, The Heart War, The Heart War has been used by most of the politicians, most of the uh, military, and also, you say something I wasn't even aware of, babe. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't, don't ask me how I know this. I want to know how you know this. No. Um, but the thing is, it's it's used by people who who actually in, involved with drug cartels and, and things like that as well. Um, they tend to go and read books like this, and it's, it's it's in a way it's a motivational book for them. But they look at it that as though they're in a war, which they are. Um, and someone I know, he was like he was the one who actually spoke to me about all of this and brought my attention to the book, The Art of War, um, and said that I ought to read it. And this is what kind of like their Bible that they, they use. Um, so it was quite interesting, quite interesting. That was, that was prior to my knowing the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to go into detail. No, Everybody's go got an interesting past. Yeah. But anyway, so the interesting thing about it is the fact to really that as the Lord has said to me yesterday, he said to me, know your enemy and, and i think that as believers and if we want to build a community within a community we also need to understand what's taking place out there it is very important that we are aware of the current climate the changing the signs that's taking place around us so we can uh, efficiently um, take control and really build this community within a community so last week we begin to share this um, triangle uh, diagram of the New World Order, which we're going to be talking about today, which is a New World Order uh, in 2020. Now, as we spoke last week and, and Nicola touched um, a little bit, as she was sharing about the homeschooling and, and, and the children and so on. At the bottom, you see this hour said, we are here. And the way the New World Order sees us, this is how they see us, as debt slave. As we said, we are pretty much pre-programmed from birth to retirement to death in the current world that we're living in. We are so thankful indeed for salvation 
for what Christ has done on the cross because because of what he's done on the cross, even though all we live in this world and, and subject to this pre-program, we have revelation, understanding. We know the victory. We know the final victory. We know I teach our children this, the final victory, regardless of the situation we are in. The final victory is the Lord's victory. And we know that because of the cross, the work of the cross. We know that the enemy is like a roaring lion seeking to devour. And we also know the enemy doesn't have much time. But this triangle has been built over centuries, centuries, centuries of organization, manipulation, indoctrination, you call it so. So in terms of this situation, and we're looking the first part, the death slave situation, most of born hospital, most of us born in hospital, register uh, by whatever we are, where we come from, most of it, then we are pre-programmed to go to school. And in school, we taught the basic you know, math, science, you name it, based on this program as well, in that sense. From that said, we graduate, and from graduation, we go to work. Pretty much already, a lot of the students go to work, they're already in debt because of the student loan and they have to pay for, they've been given to them for the time of their education. And through that moment that we also obviously paying our taxes and we're getting more debt, especially now the society of today is buy now, pay later, or buy two, you get free or whatever, you know. So there's a certain program that has been put into the society which allow people now to buy things, to buy um, goods without having the money. I know my dad's, my dad's time, you know, my parents, our parents' time, they have to save. They pretty much have to save to be able to buy whatever they need to buy, except houses. But even then, it was a very different system in those days. But now today, I've seen people just driving brand new cars, you know, played registration 2019 and 20, and you're looking at them and you're thinking, how, how did they get the money to get those cars? Pretty much. Because now the world system basically work in debt in that sense. So we've got a birth, we've got a school, we've got a labor, we've got a date, and then we've got a retirement, which is actually pensions. Now, Master thoughts on pensions uh, last week, pretty much. And this is how the world, the new world order sees us. It sees us as a labor unit. We are the resources for them. So big corporation like people like you and I to work in those companies so they can continue to function, so the world can continue to function. But the interesting thing that we are looking now is the second layer here, which is actually based on four major pillars. And this is how the new world order would control the world population. In order to control the world population, they will have to control the religion side of it, the governments, the education, and the media. Now, we're going to touch a bit more detail on that side of it and spend a bit more time on it. The third layer that we're looking at is the world resource control. This is where we have the big corporations. You know, we're talking about uh, MasterCard. We're talking about um, Apple. We're talking about uh, Amazon. We're talking about all these big, major, major corporations. Then we're going into the other layer, which is actually now the financial control. So in that sense, the world order control, the IMF, the um, WB, and all the central banks and the Bank International Settlement. Now, you That's know, quite, quite interesting. yeah, and, and I was going to ask you this question. In terms of the 
that side of it what it is that you say is, it said to me is quite interesting what is it quite why is it so interesting the thing is when you actually look at these um the world finance control um aspect of things if you look at the imf and the wb when we actually look at them we think of them as large corporations as you've said these large corporations um that are run by um a board and and you know it's, it's you know it's basically you look at it as if if you look at the international monetary fund you would think it was some huge organization that have to answer to hundreds or thousands of people before they actually make decisions that affect people's lives in terms of financial control you look at the world bank it's a very similar thing but when you actually look you, you don't even have to look that far to be honest what you find is that the imf the international monetary fund and the world bank are actually run by families mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so they're not really beholden to anyone, really. Um, of course, they have to go through what seemingly seemed they've put everything into place in terms of in- infrastructure that that looks as though legally they have to answer to particular things, but which they do. But then when it comes to the the grassroots of it, they literally run the world in terms of finance and in terms of loans. Um, in terms of lending and one of the things that I kept asking when everyone kept asking about where's the money coming Absolutely. from and I, well people didn't really ask but I kept no, asking yeah. you when we were talking about government loans like when our government got all of this money um, one of the things that I said to Jean-Marc is who did they borrow it from um, because the bible is clear that the borrower is, is servant to the lender and so I was like very concerned and I still am as to where this money has come from. Where are these people borrowing these colossal amounts of money? I think we have kind of ideas. Where yeah. We have some of the ideas where this money comes from. But um, it is interesting that you actually mentioned this point because one of the things that has been said in terms of this money that they are giving to company and allowing company to follow the staff so they don't have to... Uh, basically redundant redundant in that sense is the fact that as you said eventually they're gonna have to pay that money back yeah and but first of all where are they getting it from that's my question so whoever you're getting the money from you know you're borrowing this huge sum of money obviously you have to pay an interest rate on it absolutely so this is why everyone keeps going oh we're going to be taxed you know the taxes are going to rise and everything for me the fact that the taxes rise is inevitable absolutely but the thing is for me is how long are you going to be paying that money back for anyone knows that if you get a loan at whatever interest rate you know it depends on how long you have to pay that back so therefore you have a term in which you actually pay that loan back if this loan is a loan that is never ever going to be able to be paid back because the interest rate is so high and the amount is so huge that means that our country is going to be indebted for a very, very long time. And that will affect the quality of life and the standard of living. So the thing is, this is why I'm actually looking and going, where did they get the money from? We have no idea which, where they borrowed this which money is from. Which is quite interesting to say that, which is really posed the uh, other question, as you say, where is the money come from? And the, you know, there has been speculation that some of the money would, would come from other, the Russian government and so on, or, um, the, um, the United um, Arab United Nations from there. And other also mentioned that potentially uh, it could come from uh, private sources, you know. But 
my thing is, and, and in the midst of it, as we were talking about it, what we need to realize as well and understand is England was in the middle of Brexit before the corona, coronavirus took effect in this country. Now, we know that Europe has a major, major pool of fun and measure uh, tight on all of this world organization. Now, what I'm not suggesting, what I'm saying, it is just my opinion. It is nothing uh, in terms of um, that's what it is. Evidence. This is the evidence. We don't, we I don't, don't have. I don't have evidence. I'm just suggesting that it could be, you know, one of the beneficiary of this situation could be Europe. The reason uh, many of the society, secret society, what we're going to go through later on are part of this big ideology of creating a Europe, as a Europe state, basically. And I think the fact that Britain was coming out of it was a bit of a dent, a problem in the future plan, in that sense. Mm. It is, is it a way where maybe without knowing England has made a deal with European nation to borrow money from there? It could be an option as well. And in that sense, creating, as you said, you know, the borrow is always servant to the servant lender. To the lender. they will control. Absolutely. The thing is, you've seen the IMF do this um, throughout Africa. Mm. Um, it's, they, they've gone, they've lent in, in the Caribbean as well. You know, I know in Jamaica, um, they've lent money. Um, in Ivory Coast a few years ago, mm -hmm. they lent money to them. Mm -hmm. um, and the rates are always extortionate. Yeah. Um, they could never, ever afford to pay them back in the lifetime of the, of the history of the country. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, they are, they're literally modern day slaves to the IMF. Mm -hmm. So they, they own these countries, you know, so they're going around and lending money, but they actually end up owning the country. So if you own a country, if you own something, you can then dictate how that country is run. You can dictate who comes and goes through those countries. So we're looking at Bill Gates coming and going through different places in Africa. How is that possible? Um, you, you can look at, you just look at the way that countries are run, um, export things that are exported, goods that are exported, the rates at which they're exported, the amount of money that they get per banana, for example. I know there's a major thing in, the, in Jamaica where the bananas used to be exported and then because they weren't in in the end, they it kind of they kind of ended up not having enough. So then they moved on to Colombia. Mm. So the thing is, that was a major source of income for them. So the thing is, it's just like then the country then becomes impoverished. Then the crime begins to rise. Then other things start coming out of the country that's not meant to come out of the country, such mm. as drugs and such as all of these different things. And that becomes the livelihood of the people. And the people become downtrodden. They become they become desperate. Mm. And the thing is then all of a sudden you can go and you can do whatever you want in that country because they are at such a desperate, desperate, de desperate measures. And they say desperate times, desperate measures. Mm. And, and the thing is, you know, on the face of it at the moment in England, we know that, you know, even the chancellor has said, you know, we can't save every household, we can't save every business and there are hard times to come. You know, I think this is all part of the preparation as well. Absolutely. Um, and really seeking the Lord. And this is one thing at one stage I was listening to all this stuff. And then at one stage I just said, you know what? I can't listen to this anymore. Um, I listened to what I needed to, got what I needed to. And then for me, it was a matter of just, I, I of course I was praying, but now I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, what is taking place here? Um, because 
there is so much and i said to john mark at one stage there's so many things coming from so many different angles there are so many different agendas here and it's interesting that it was then impressed upon john mark's heart then to go back to the triangle and as we went back to the triangle we were like oh okay <laughs> now yeah and we were reminded we we're like okay yeah um because there is so much going on but it's all part of one big agenda it is it um, is absolutely but, and it's important that we know where we're at in that agenda and what as children of god what god wants us to do and in this time mm -hmm. in this season and how to prepare going forward but as jean-marc has mentioned before you know we need to know our enemy we need to and we need to be able to go into the prayer closet knowing okay lord this is what is taking place. This is what we see. But exactly what do you want us to do? What's my part in this? Um, because we all have a part to play. We're not all going to be going and then just going and standing in front of the European Union and saying this and the other, like some people are for climate change and all the rest of it. Everyone has a different role, you know? So it's just knowing what our part is. And you may think it's something, something tiny, but it could be something that has major repercussions in the future especially as we're training up our children in the way that they should go especially it's it, I, I love that scripture and it's beautiful that Nicola's doing something on it on it in the moment and it's something that we prayed about this morning that I really felt strongly as as we prayed that you know we're not just training up ourselves you know we're not just doing things for now for ourselves these things we are training up be, to be able to hand over the baton to the next generation absolutely um because there is so much that they're going to face and to see and to experience that we would never believe would happen in in their time you know we, we can't imagine what's going to happen we know that it's going to be something very different and very interesting and very challenging but we have no idea what that's going to look like but we need to as nicola said last week it's it's basically making sure that they are they're able to be steadfast and immovable, unshakable, so they can actually stand, you know, in the times that are to come. So it's, you know, there's a there's a lot. There's, uh, there's a lot. A lot. I, I think that the, the the thing is, is you, you made a very very valid valid point here, and and I think that one of the reasons, as you said, is the Lord is showing us this this triangle understanding the new world order in 2020 is to be able to bring them back in the closet. You know, I'm looking at all these categories and we told on the world financial control you know says master touch me imf and, and and so on but as we're looking into this category as we're going to the next one which is now looking into more the families in that sense you know we're talking about the think techs the nating nations we're talking about the Bear group we're talking about a club of rome all these things we will be touching on on revelation now we'll look into in more detail and understanding how they operate who they are where they come from the history the ideology as well which we know that it comes from satanic uh ideology in that sense but we are talking the last three layers we are talking on the very powerful families that really dominate mm -hmm. They run things. They run things. They run things. As you said, the Jamaican, they run things. Absolutely. And that's exactly <laughs> it. So we're looking at the subfamilies. We're looking at the uh, the next lives, which is a community of 300. This is the world rich, richest subfamilies. And then we're going to the Crown Council of 13. And the Crown Council of 13, those are the richest 
family in his world and they literally control everything. They are the top of the power and the eye that you see at the top, that's where the Antichrist will be sitting. So when the Antichrist comes into power, he will be at the top and he will control everything from there. And that's something that we need to understand that. So as we look into this kind of situation and, and, and find out, we want to focus today particularly on the world population control because I truly believe that what's taking place today is part of this plan mm. to control the world population. And one of the things that is driving this control so much at the moment, which is, I would say, probably 90% today of the way the world is operating is through the media. The media has been such a strong power source today in 2020 to drive the masses to drive government to make certain decisions mm. to drive the population to begin to instill that element of fear in the population in, in a prayer um in the afternoon prayer we're praying about you know god didn't give us a spirit of fear but a power love and a sound mind and i think that it is important that we understand that so one of the things that we will be touching on next week, for example, is a lot of video has been going through about the vaccine and so on. But we want to share something right now uh, in relation to the vaccine. So, well, well just while I, we're on that, just mm -hmm. so I don't forget, is that on the Revelation Hour WhatsApp group, um, I, last week I sent through some information about a docu-series that's taking place in terms of, um, it's called The Truth About Vaccines. Mm. Um, it started this week, it started yesterday or the day before, but because it's American time, we kind of have a bit of a headway on that. So we have a few extra hours to be able to watch them. So they do one, they release one episode per day. Um, I watched the first one yesterday and um, it has a lot of, a lot of information in terms of the history and in terms of why you actually have people who are pro and anti-vaccines, um, but also the middle ground in terms of why vaccines could be useful. Um, so I think it's really, it'd be really good um, to actually get that information if you can um, along. I know it's a lot to follow each day and the episodes are quite long. It was like two hours. So it took me a while um, to go through it, but because it's something I'm, extremely interested in I, I need this information I need to needed to watch it but I would encourage you to watch whatever you can of it um, and get as much information as you can um, in terms of this because in America they're really talking about mandatory vaccines um, they're really talking about um, what they call them immunity passports mm -hmm. yeah and something we're going to be touching that yeah there, they're yeah. really talk, talking about this <laughs> and um, yeah, they're really talking about all of this and you know it's not going away and, and bill gates is really pushing for these um you know these immunity certificates which would lead to an immunity passport so it there are people who are part of the new world order who are pushing their agendas um at this time which will have a detrimental effect um upon us as human beings but i think it's important when you know um as, as it said before in the quote it says no basically about your sword yeah um so it's just we we know what weapons to pick up in in the battle and being armed with knowledge um information 
an understanding of something, we can then utilize that in the battle. So just to encourage us, if we can, just to to watch this. I sent the link out last night. Um, that was the first episode. It only runs for a little while, then they'll bring up the next episode. So if you can, please, please do watch it, even if it's half an hour now, just to get a bit of information because you know it's we're we're armed with knowledge and we can utilize it in a in a, a way that is effective. Okay. So let's play this short uh clip and then we can just continue to discuss uh, on this. Nearly 2,400 years ago in ancient Greece, Plato discussed the importance of population control. Aristotle advocated the use of abortion and infanticide. In 1798, an essay on the principle of population was written by Thomas Malthus. He outlined the idea of positive checks, which are diseases, wars, disasters, famines, and genocides. Malthus believed that these things should be utilized to increase the death rate and believed that human misery was an absolute necessary consequence. In 1859, Charles Darwin published The Origin of Species. In it, Darwin only hinted at the implications of human populations, but his cousin, Sir Francis Galton, became obsessed with the idea. In 1883, Galton published Inquiries into Human Faculty and its Development, wherein he wrote that his intention is to touch on various topics more or less connected with that of the cultivation of race, or, as we might call it, with eugenic. The term comes from the Greek word eugenis, of noble birth. In the early 20th century, eugenics became an academic discipline in universities. Organizations were formed and funded to win public support. The Kaiser Wilhelm Institute and the Cold Spring Harbor Institute rejected the idea that all humans are born equal and began selling the idea of cultivating a new master race of noble bloodlines. Planned Parenthood was formed in America by racial eugenics advocate Margaret Sanger. President of IBM, Thomas J. Watson, established a special subsidiary in Poland called Watson Business Machines to assist in the Nazi invasion of Poland. This business continued throughout the war and IBM managed the entire operation from their headquarters in New York. During the Nuremberg trials, the Nazis quoted U.S. Supreme Court Justice Oliver Wendell Holmes in their own defense. They claimed that their eugenics program was being run from the United States. The Nazis were rightly admonished for war crimes, but not Thomas Watson. He went on to create the IBM World Trade Corporation and passed IBM on to his son. His granddaughter ended up marrying Margaret Sanger's grandson. Bill Gates's father worked on the board for Planned Parenthood, and his mother worked on the corporate board for IBM, who Bill partnered with to create Microsoft. With no medical background, Bill Gates then went on to become the world's foremost pusher of vaccines and population control. Do you think this is all coincidence? The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation funds the WHO, the NIH, the CDC, and the UN. And now he is saying that until we get mass vaccinations, 
we might never be able to gather in groups. And which activities like mass gatherings uh, may be, in a certain sense, more optional. And so until you're widely vaccinated, those may not uh, come back uh, at all. The president's coronavirus response team are all pushing the Bill Gates vaccination agenda. Dr. Fauci is on the leadership council for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. In January of 2017, Anthony Fauci told a crowd at Georgetown University that there would be a surprise outbreak during the Trump presidency. There is no question that there will be a challenge to the coming administration in the arena of infectious diseases, both chronic infectious diseases in the sense of already ongoing disease, and we have certainly a large burden of that, but also there will be a surprise outbreak. Deborah Burks is a board member for the Global Fund to Fight AIDS, Tuberculosis, and Malaria, which was founded by the Gates Foundation and known for millions of dollars of fraudulent misuse of funds. In October of 2019, Bill Gates sponsored Event 201, a simulation that estimated 65 million people killed by coronavirus. In November of 2019, the Peerbright Institute, funded by Bill Gates, was granted European patent number EP3172319B1 for a coronavirus vaccine that may be used to treat humans. Today, Dr. Fauci says the virus will keep coming back, and he says the ultimate game changer will be a new vaccine. In Australia, the prime minister is telling people the shutdown will last months, that it's the new normal, and that the only way out of your homes is to accept the vaccine. There is no proof that vaccines are the answer. In fact, the CDC admitted in federal court that it does not have studies to support the claim that vaccines do not cause autism. A top UN scientist admitted that vaccines are killing people. It is time to do some hard thinking. Will you allow your government to impose forced vaccinations? Know your enemy, know his thought. Interesting video. Guys, feel free to send any comments, question that you have after watching this as well as we gonna really gonna take into those discussion. Uh, we've got, Nicolas said, look at that. The enemy's tactic has been to use family to ensure his plan happens. May God also raise up his powerful families. Amen. And that's exactly what I was, that's exactly what I was coming through. What the Lord has shown me as we were going through this triangle is that he's about to build as well powerful families in a spirit that would begin to engage first of all spiritually remember you know we pray we spiritual being as well so we have a spirit and our way of fighting as master mentioned in the beginning we do not wrestle with flashing bloods you know the people that we are fighting first of all are not flesh and blood, but they are principalities, they are powers that we're fighting against. So it is important that we take this fight, first of all, in prayer. And as we do that, the Lord is beginning to build also his families, as Nicholas said, his powerful families. Mm -hmm. And yes. these powerful families will begin to influence it. Yes. 
to begin to move, to begin to prepare. Some of us will be given money to be able to advance the kingdom of God. Others, some of us, the mandate that we'll have would be a mandate of intercessors. Others have a mandate of galvanizing. Some of us will be actually involved, as we say, in those four pillars of religion, government, education, and media. And I believe some of our believers are already involved in it anyway. But what God is doing, as the enemy is putting his plan in place, he's also preparing us, different one, to take position in areas where he called us. I was saying before we showed is that today, one of the most powerful pillars that's operating right now is the media. Because it's through the media that we get all of our information as well. And it's quite interesting as we look at the video and really looking at how everything has been put in place, stone by stone, step by step. You know, listen, Satan, you know, as we know it, he could wait a thousand years before striking someone. He will wait from generation to generation. I was sharing to you, the children, we looking into the book of Revelation and the seven letters, and I was explaining to him that when Satan was cursed by God in the book of Genesis, he tried to pollute the seed when Jesus would come through. So he walked his way out of this situation. And when he thought that he wanted, when he thought when Jesus was born, that he literally killed him, thinking that he wanted, then he realized that actually that was the ultimate God's plan of salvation and redemption. So since then, he's been preparing his plan not only to pollute the whole earth, but to make sure that the believers will not be hurt, that the believers will become ignorant, that the believers won't have any power, any say at all. And he's been building up this triangle from the beginning, from the top to the beginning. He's created those secret society, build them up, you know, and make sure that the secret society are those powerful families we have control of the world population through the resources, through the control, through the corporations, through the finances, and through the different four pillars that we've seen, which is religion, government, education, and media. Do you want to say something, babe? Yeah, as you've, you've been talking, the Lord has really been speaking to me a lot about legacy. Um, and what you've been saying is what they've been doing. And I'll read what the dictionary description of legacy is and then i'll speak to you about what has been laid on my heart it says anything handed down from the pastors from an ancestor or predecessor um, and they talk about the legacy of rome which we've actually spoke spoken about the club of rome before mm -hmm. um it's interesting that these people have actually based they've based all of their their structures on ancient rome yeah. the way that they that the because we as a matter yeah. of fact, let me cut you up before yeah. you do. The structure wasn't based on Rome. The structure was based on the Tower of Babel. Yeah, building. And yeah. I touched on this uh, from the beginning, mm. um, one of the previous Revelation hours. You know, if mm. you want to understand the origin of the New World Order, you have to look at the Tower of Babel. Mm. That's where it all started. started yeah. So then it goes on and on. You see how Rome was structured and, and all the rest of it. But the thing is that what the Holy Spirit's been speaking, Holy Spirit's been speaking to me about is legacy you know and each, this this word keeps coming legacy legacy so the thing is what they've done and you know 
quite astutely done is they've left legacy. They've, they've continued to build and leave legacy. And when Jean-Marc was speaking, I just sensed that this is what, um, and as Nicholas said, is about, you know, God raising up powerful families. Um, and the thing is, this is what he's done um, already. He's already given us everything that we need in the spirit, but we haven't recognized how it's sometimes how to build in the spirit to be able to hand over legacies some people have some people haven't and i do believe that this is what the lord is really speaking to us about um because it's about handing and when we were talking about handing over the baton i just keep seeing elders handing over batons to younger ones that's all i keep seeing in the spirit i just keep seeing it and it it could be financial but for me, it's more so spiritual, being able to hand that over. And you'll have a combination of the, 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 the things in the natural, and but the things in the spirit are things that are lasting. So these are things that are very imperative to hand over. So as we're building, as we're preparing, yes, we're preparing the natural, but the spirit is so important to be able to hand over the legacy and leave the legacy where it's a legacy of intercession, where it's a legacy of evangelism, but it's a legacy of teaching and, and preaching the word, whether that there's a legacy. But the thing is, this is what the Holy Spirit is really speaking to me about. So sharpening and imparting into the next generation so that legacy is not lost and that God's word continues to be passed down. God's ways continue to be passed over and through from generation to generation to generation. So this is the thing that keeps coming to me. Legacy, legacy, legacy. Thank you. I, I think that's the word that we really need to take, um, you know, really take this word very, very seriously in that sense. Um, looking at the video that we watched uh, recently, and we will do a topic on vaccines, focusing on vaccines and all. There's been a lot of talk uh, into this coronavirus, and, and, and we understand now that they are actually bringing, trying to bring this vaccine into place and really pushing people to take this vaccine in that sense. But I think what is important to look at it today is the fact that the media are such, they're so much, much more powerful than they were before the lockdown. But didn't you hear what Prince Harry said? Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. When he said that, in public like that I was just like for me I wasn't even looking I, I hadn't looked at anything else I just heard this interview and I, I don't really get into the whole Harry Meghan stuff I, I don't get into all of that I don't even really know what's going on but I just heard that interview and it just something in my spirit went and I was just like hmm you know this it's almost like a secret coded message that yeah. he was actually speaking about the power of the media mm -hmm. that they are more powerful he didn't say it is he said they are yeah um and um basically it's like a machine that you cannot come up against so he was like not getting involved in this it's, it's time to get out of this because you know there's no way that you can manage that and and it just shows almost that they are a law unto themselves they just do and be and act and do whatever they want um yeah it's but the thing is you know our god is in control it is it is he and is I, in control and, and, and i think that the, the interesting thing now and there's verses shall we take shall we not take the vaccine you know those are the questions that people are really asking themselves and 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 uh, what is taking place at the moment and last week the lord revealed to me 
that the plan of the enemy are failing because now what we are getting, we are getting people that seem to not have a bit more understanding of the dynamic that's taking place today um, in terms of the vaccine, where it comes from. We have somebody who say, I heard the vaccines will have aborted babies, mice created with human parts. Is that true? Um, I don't know about the last bit about mice created with human parts, um, but I do. I have seen about the aborted babies. Um, there, there are it's tissues from aborted babies. Um, yes, um, and this is why I think it's important for you to watch the truth about vaccines. It talks about not only things like that, but also the other things that vaccines have in them. Um, the what we call the adjuvants, um, and it's important that we are aware that there are it's it's for me there are things like that in them but it's the metals um the mercuries the aluminiums the metals that are in vaccines the adjuvants that they're adding to these vaccines and all vaccines are different um and all vaccines have different purposes um they have different adjuvants they have you know they have different strains of of things in them um so it, it's it's for us to do our homework and make our own decisions but this is why i said it's very important to have that information and it's not just because of corona it's also because of other things that are happening to our children and remember they are injecting our children at a rate that has never ever been seen before we are having more vaccines now children are having more vaccines now than they've ever had in history uh, but we are seeing more autism people on the autistic spectrum we're seeing more ADHD cases of ADHD we're seeing more neurological problems with children delayed speeches and um, problems with with children themselves allergies have never seen I couldn't understand why is it there's so many peanut allergies all of a sudden why are people allergic to peanuts you know I've never heard of it when I was a child we didn't have that but they're saying oh boom baby it's because we're picking up on these things more and in this in this docuseries you've got doctors who are pediatric doctors who were trained 20 years ago who were saying they actually could see when things began to change and then they they began to put it together did their own research and found that it was in correlation with when the schedule of vaccines increased. So I think it's important to actually get this information. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of information out there. Not all vaccines are bad, um, but not all vaccines are good. But it's knowing which ones to take for your children, um, which ones your ch children. And the thing is, we've got to realise every child is different. So your child may have an underlying um, immune weakened com compromised immunity for whatever reason, because for for because of genetics or because of exposure to certain things they could that could happen um but remember when babies are born remember what your baby was like when your child was born they were perfect um god has made everything perfect um and even if there were certain things going on with them the body's immune system is made that it can fight things naturally and with support natural support not synthetic support and sometimes we do need there are certain vaccines or oh, definitely we do need um but the thing is my thing is what they're putting in those vaccines and the thing is they are not held accountable we cannot if anything goes wrong you know 
we are the ones who are held accountable as parents. There is no, you, there are no, I don't know what the laws are in England, which I need to check. Um, but the laws in America is that you cannot sue a pharmaceutical company if anything goes wrong with that vaccine. You cannot hold them accountable. There is a trust fund set up by the pharmaceuticals and by the government where a percentage of each vaccine, each vaccine that is sold goes into that pot. And the thing is, you can't, can't sue them. But the thing is, if there is anything that goes wrong with your child, they then go into that pot. Sometimes if, it, if the case is brought and they find that it's fine, they actually will then give a certain amount of money um, in compensation to what to those families, families who have been paid out. Um, there's millions of pounds that have been paid out to different families. Um, and this, and, but this is why it's important to get the information because I find that whatever goes in America, it tends to come here. Um, so it's important to get that information. And there are, there's um, a gentleman called Andrew Wakefield. He's English and he's a British doctor and he is very anti-vaccine. Um, and, but the thing is, there are people, and that's why we're saying, you don't have to be pro or, or against. Pro or, pro or, or, yeah, pro or against. But the thing is, it's important to be informed and there's important for us to be able to have conversations about this, but all conversations are being locked down. They're not even testing properly. There's no tests on people who, babies who were fine before and then, the, then there were babies who had the vaccines and the outcomes of that. There's nothing like that being done. And they, they're not, whenever there's a conversation like that, it's just like, you know, you're shut down by doctors. Um, they're not having conversations like this. Um, or they're told that they can't because it will affect them and then it goes on to affect their careers. Um, it's, it's not very nice. And this is a very important subject. You know? But I, I, think, I think also, as we're going back to some of the questions here, um, they, I think also one of the things that was vaccine, and it's quite interesting you mentioned as you were talking that, you know, if anything happened when they actually injected those vaccines, you know, there's no accountability in this. But there's an element of the population that we haven't mentioned to this. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, there is an element as well because there are some people who are, some pe not, not everyone dies, um, but the thing is, you know, when you go back to, for example, they were saying that the first vaccination um, took place when smallpox occurred in, in England. Mm -hmm. And I, I need to read more about that um, because there was a population of people in Leicester who they really protested and they did not want to be, um, they did not want to be injected with, with this vaccine. Um, and they were the ones who tended to flourish and they didn't have as many adverse effects in, and, and as many deaths in Leicester. Um, but then around the country they had, the, these people were injected with, with the vaccine. So that, that was the first kind of time when vaccines were truly introduced. Um, but the thing is going on from that, but the thing is this blanket approach of vaccinating, we're all different. So therefore, if you, if you think, if you have underlying health conditions already, and this is what they're saying, if you have underlying health conditions, then this can affect you already you know, it, 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 what they're saying is there's a lot of red flags with this. The fact that um, you can't, you can't question, um, you can't question pharmaceuticals, you can't question the government, you can't question your doctor. If you're seen to be questioning them, then you're seen as someone who is anti, an anti-vacciner. And then, you know, how can you be so irresponsible and not vaccinate your children or not vaccinate yourself? Um, this is all well and good, you know, but the thing is over time, and it's what I say about anything, 
we're not taking a look at one vaccine or like one vaccine which has like three different things in it we're looking at over time the vaccine schedule the amount of things that are injected into us over time and the adverse effects that those can have on the body cumulative effect over time so if you're having metals injected into you which are these are these vaccines have adjuvants and these adjuvants are what accumulates over time so therefore if you're having mercury or aluminium injected into you over time and it's not being it's like you know for example i had chemo one of the things that i had to do it's a it's, it's radiation it, it's it's a, a poison so what you have to do is cleanse your body of those things but what's happening is with metals and people aren't able to get rid of them and they're ending up causing brain damage to their children and the thing is people don't understand that you know when you do this over time you know it can cause major damaging effects and it can cause things such as autism it can cause these things but people i think doctors you know have no idea you know they just given it's just like with medication you go and you get a certain medication for a certain ailment but when you actually look in the small print the small print tells you you can have symptoms of this that that this is these are the counter effects these are the side effects of the, taking that so then what they do a doctor like, oh you've got that side effect okay well we'll give you another tablet the other tablet has another side effect and you can keep going on and on and on and on the thing is what we're saying is we just want to have conversations with people and be able to actually say what are the side effects of this you know, are there any side effects? Yeah, but they, they don't want any side effects. They don't want but they they don't don't test. Want, they don't want to have this conversation. No, but the thing is, the reason why is because they've not been tested. These, the, they're not being tested fairly. You need to test and do proper tests but, on, on vaccines to say that, but you they, know. But they won't do that. It's a massive money spinner. And it it, of course they won't. Well, and I think the one thing I is, you said, it is a money spinner. It's a massive money but spinner. But it also, I believe also. That this, it's, it's, it's a, as you say, it's, it's a way of, of depopulating. And the thing is, it's, for me, it's a very sad thing. And this is why we need to know our enemy and know the weapons that Absolutely. he uses. Because this is another weapon. And, you know, it's, and I'm not, I'm not saying vaccines are all bad. They're not all bad. And I, I believe my, our children have been vaccinated and it's quite interesting with our last son, because the vaccine schedule now has increased. They have more injections. Cause I remember I was saying to them, I don't remember like our other two having so many injections because they were a year and a half apart. Mm -hmm. But the thing is now we've left a five and a half year gap and in five and a half year gap, there are so many more injections. And I just remember taking our youngest son and on the last one, he literally screamed. And the thing is, he's very sensitive in the spirit. And the thing is, I, and we, we went because we moved house. We went to the doctor's surgery late because we moved to a new area to get a new doctor. They kind of found out. And the interesting thing is when it comes to like checks for milestones or whatever, they, they don't really pick up on those things. But a letter came through the post literally about six months after we'd moved here saying, that he hadn't had these injections do you see and um so then i was like i'm not sure whether i really because i started reading into vaccines but not so much i don't really know whether i want to have him to have these injections I, i'm not really i don't really feel at peace about it so well don't do it but then you feel that obligated that you have to do this for your children because it's the dumb thing in society so which again speak up this kind of yeah and way to yeah do and so so literally Jean -Marc was like if you don't feel to take him don't i said yeah but you know then he's not injected he's not covered you know and you're thinking you had but you know but then when you start thinking about it you know if the child's immunity is strong you're doing the things that you need to do with your children then they're going to be fine they'll be able to fight off 
the infection naturally and build up immunity that way. But I, at the time, I wasn't thinking like that, you know. So then what I did was we took him and, you know, it's this where they get one in one arm and one in the other. My goodness, by the time they did the first one, he literally, I couldn't hold him. I couldn't hold him. He was five at the time. Couldn't hold him. He literally got out of my arms, jumped out, and there was a, a thin door between between the in the in the room and the and the, the the patient waiting area, and his brother was waiting outside. And by the time we came out, he was laughing his head off because he said everybody could hear him. He he was he he got up and he looked at the nurse. He said, "You are not giving me another one of those injections." And he was shouting and screaming the whole place down. But little did I know, it's because. In his spirit, he, he, he sensed that it wasn't right. And he said, and he said to me, mommy, and he said to me at the time, mommy, how can you let her do this to me? That's what he said to me. How can you let her do this to me and give me this injection? He said, this is not right. And at the time I didn't understand. Now I completely understand what was going on there because he knew in his spirit, it wasn't the right thing to do for that time. And, and later on, now I'm learning more about these individual vaccines. Those vaccines were the ones who, that could have had the worst effect isn't that interesting it's very interesting and, so, and, yeah. and, and I have, I, I, like i said next week we'll talk on vaccine a bit more detail but we've got quite a few questions that we can go through i want to read this note from um one of our listeners again so they are not vaccinating pregnant women yeah more starting in the womb yeah Some, that's true that's true yeah. and that's the thing that's what we were saying as well because and this is something that you've got to be extremely careful about this one I will say out and out, please be careful and, and find out what the vaccine that they're injecting you with has in it or anyone that you know. And the reason why I'm saying that is because if you think about how a fetus is formed in the womb, that is the time when they can have the most damaging effects. So your child could come out autistic. Your child could come out with brain damage, literally because they've in, 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 injected your child with a vaccine that is full of mercury that is full of aluminium is full of metals and it really affects the development of the brain so that is something that yeah definitely it's it's um it's wicked it's actually wicked um some of the question here that's coming through one of them said why do they have such an agenda to vaccinate us why have this agenda been passed on from generation surely it is more than just money why why do they think they want to depopulate i think those two questions tied it together yeah it is control. control you know as we look at it you're vaccinated it's about control it's about depopulation now the first word the population came into the world scene in that sense was when china um came across and said um that they, you know put the the regulation of having one child uh, per families now why you hear a lot in the area now especially in governments and big corporation and big meeting is the fact they their understanding is believed that the population is growing at such a rate that the natural resources of the earth won't be able to subsidize for the growing rate of the population. So the ideology is to begin to depopulate in a sense depopulating is basically beginning to kill um cleansing cleansing the population and they're doing the food 
they're doing through yeah, health, they're doing through maybe mm. other thing, and they're doing through wars. They're mm. using all different mm. tactics, yeah. which is how, actually yeah. uh, all different tactics that allow them to depopulate. Mm. Yeah, and this is how GMO and food was introduced because they absolutely. said they used the the um, the reason for G- introducing GMO was to actually create more food, um, and so because the population of the world was growing at, at such a rate that we wouldn't be able to sustain the food chain if we didn't actually introduce GMO food because GMO food it, it grows quickly um, and they were saying that we would have more there would be more of a yield the, the fact is that it grows quicker um, it's hybrid but it doesn't actually produce more um, and the quality of it is definitely not better and the thing is what it's doing again is because it's a hybrid you've got a, a lower breed of of quality of food and you've also got it mixed in with all sorts of because they're putting chemicals on there such as glyphosate and all these different things that aid the, the quick growth of these foods so therefore what you're doing again as i say is accumulation an accumulative effect you have toxins yet again going into the system and then we have things such as cancers um, we have diabetes we have high blood pressures. We have all of these different things that are actually being introduced into our bodies. And then we have disease and we wonder where it's coming from. So, and that's why I said there are so many different angles that they have come from. It's amazing. So, yeah. Fantastic. So the other question as well, something that's been going, going through uh, the internet and going through the social medias as well. Is it true that they want to test vaccine in Africa? I'm hearing conflicting info. They are testing in the UK, so that means that they are testing everywhere, not just Africa. Yeah, I do um, believe that. I do believe that as well. I believe that. I, I believe that Africa has been um, a kind of um, ground, really, for back testing vaccines and and so on. I don't want to go into conspiracy theory, why they're doing there, and you know, in that sense, or whether they're trying to remove the African to be able to take all the natural sources from Africa. I mean, those are mm. things that we're not going to go into detail into it. But it is true that there's a lot of ideology that's been circulating, and it is true that vaccine in the past uh, have been um, tested uh, in African countries. Um, they're still, they're they're still, still, still are. They um, still are. Such malaria and things like that. still tested over there. Now, you know, whatever you say about Donald Trump, uh, this question, so Donald Trump talked about using powerful light and disinfectant instead of vaccine and the media blasted him. Does this mean that Trump is against vaccines? Um, I think... I think Donald Trump wanted to open up an investigation into vaccines yeah. when he first went into the White House. Um, he spoke to Bill Gates. Bill Gates actually kind of said to him at the time, oh, no, there's nothing in that. Um, because he was talking about HPV, HIV, all these different things. And the thing is, um, yeah, he kind of sent him off the, the kind of bunny trail. Um, but the thing is, I think he, people have highlighted Donald, to Donald Trump about certain things. Um, people may say a lot about this man, but this, I'm, I do believe that there are particular things that God really places on his heart and he looks into them and um, he's, he's, he's forming, he is forming a, it's almost like he's, he's been put there to slow down the progress of what they want to do, their agenda. Um, And I do believe he's been placed for such a time as this. And the thing is when it comes to vaccines, 
it's it's interesting because he said other things as well about another thing that can be used um i can't it's beginning with h i can't even pronounce it but he was saying about using that instead as well as vitamin c in order to treat it naturally um and he has been blasted but what someone said to me was because he says so much he was our daughter actually she said mommy because donald trump his his mouth he doesn't know how to control his mouth and because he says things that offend people, what happens is at times when he comes out with things that are right, they don't hear. People don't hear um, because they've been offended. She actually said this to me yesterday. She said, but the thing is, he's got some very valid points. And I said, he does. Um, he does. He does come out with things. And it's because of, you know, the media again, um, because they've painted a, a pretty bleak picture of him. Um yeah, he's 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 really things aren't heard at times, but he he has said some very interesting and good things. I think it's a nuisance um, to the new world order um, because as that's it, a nuisance. It's a that's nuisance. Is is one of those people that kind of you know stop the stop the stop the car rolling because it's putting a problem here and it's it's really pushing it people to begin to do their own investigation about all sorts of things mm. uh, such as vaccines and and so on mm. um and it's quite interesting that it is not the only one um one of these number one tennis uh Djokovic said is pretty much he would never go for vaccine he's actually anti vaccines as well in that sense because he doesn't believe in it mm. robert, just de niro. Uh, robert de niro robert de niro came out. he was having had an interview on um today i think it's today's show or something in mm. america a few days ago and he's his son I think he's 18 or 20 or something like that. He's autistic. And he knew, he said he knew when something, when he was born that something wasn't quite right, but he didn't look into it. He didn't think about it um, because he was talking about the film festival that they do over there and they were there to promote it. Then all of a sudden he started going off into one and speaking about this because there was a film there that was pulled that was about vaccines. And he said, because they didn't, the person wasn't integrous and stuff. But the thing is, he also said he may be a voice in the future um, because he said, again, questions need to be raised but when you come up against it you come up against a whole wall of silence or people who don't want to discuss this and he believes that there's something to be discussed he said we need to discuss it is not anti-vaccine but he we need to discuss this um to be able to get the truth um about what's taking place with vaccines what's the alternative to vaccines we talked about it before mm. i believe it's a natural way to there, there are natural ways and I, the thing is as i said it's not about alternatives to vaccines. I don't believe um, about being one way or the other. I think there are particular vaccines that um, need to be taken. Uh, and I will say that most definitely. Um, but I do also believe that it's not about having a blanket approach to just vaccinating for the sake of vaccinating. It's like, you know what they've done with antibiotics. Um, so they've given antibiotics and now they're saying that antibiotics are no use to man or beast. We can't use them really because they have no effect really on the body um, or they have little effect on the body. So therefore, you know, it's, it's overuse. And that's what they said. They've overused them. And I think it's the same with vaccines. We can't overuse vaccines being afraid that our body can't cope with being able to get through something. What we're trying to do is actually um, prevent something that hasn't even actually happened to the body yet and not trusting that the body is, has its own immunity and can actually fight a virus, can, can actually fight it. 
So let's see what our body can do. You know, if we've had, got underlying um, health issues, we've got something else. Okay, that's fine. But the thing is, let's see what our bodies can do before we actually just go in there and just vaccinate for the sake of vaccinating. That, that's the thing that pe people are saying, because it's causing autoimmune responses. It's causing all sorts of damage. And if we can prevent that damage, it's better than having to try and cure things or people dying because they can't, they can't, their bodies can't cope. It's too much. Thank you very much. Um, I think we are done for today. It's been, uh, sorry for running a little bit out. We're running about 25 minutes um, late. But I think it's, I guess, as we begin to look into uh, this pyramid a bit more in the more detail and looking into probably vaccine next week and really understanding it, you know, as the Lord say to me, know your enemy, know his sword. And I think for us, I really like this word, raising these powerful families. And he is raising these powerful families right now to create a legacy, a legacy for the next generation. So I will begin to embark, embark into not only be practical, in a sense of what we do, but also understanding the enemy. Let us continue to pray and let us continue to inquire of the Lord. Let us continue to be in his presence so he can, he can help us in this situation. I truly believe, and I said before, that he's raising a new generation of women. You know, that we go from the, you know, the Bible clearly speaks that in the later days, he said that he would pour out his spirit on all flesh. And he's not only talking about the young generation to prophesy and see dreams, talking about the generation of today and the old generation. Let it start now where we are. You know, as we said, we want to see the world from God's perspective and we want to prepare it in this time. So as we continue to look into the different topic and as we elaborate to be more on vaccines, if you have any questions, videos, comments that you want to make, please continue to send it to us by the WhatsApp also. Uh, using the email address that we have as well. Mm -hmm. I'd also send um, in as well, because in terms of the question that was asked as well, that people are making natural remedies in terms of of the of the vaccine, in terms of being able to build immunity. So instead of actually having, they're calling it COVID immunity response and things like that. So there's lots and lots of things like that. There are natural remedies that can boost the immune system, natural herbs that can boost the immune system. And a lot of them grow in places like Africa and everywhere. You know, it's, they actually have things that can boost the immune system. But what we're saying is that these things need to, we need to be consistent with those things um, and take them on a regular basis and also take care of ourselves. Um, make sure we remove stresses out of our lives if stresses are in being able to actually put systems in place where we can actually you know not be overwhelmed and our bodies most importantly that our body's systems are not overwhelmed um so it's it's important to do those things but we'll talk more about those things another time but i'll send the link that someone sent to me this morning um because one of the countries which was quite interesting that they said they're going to be testing is is senegal mm -hmm. um and um, someone sent something to me this morning saying they're, they're, they're the first ones in Africa who've actually um, ordered something from Madagascar in terms of a natural um, COVID response instead of COVID um, immunity booster um, so that the body is, is protected. So it's quite interesting. As you said, there was conflicting information, which is true. They said that, you know, Senegal was going to be the first to test 
um, and now they've actually just ordered something from Madagascar which came through this morning so you, you just don't know what to believe but I'll, I'll send that through so you can have a look at it and think for yourselves mm. from that brilliant well this is the end of the program um, we thank you so much again for listening and, and watching and be with us and I just want to pray really pray briefly and really ask the Lord to continue to give us revelation of wisdom Father, we thank you so much again for this opportunity to use this platform to really share what you want us to hear today. And Lord, I pray, I pray indeed, Lord, that you will begin to rise up powerful families mm. in the spirit. That will be efficient in every area that you chose us to be. We thank you, Father, that as we know our enemy and we know his sword, Lord, in him, that you will give him the right weapon. As we lean into the book of Ephesians, we mm. speak on putting on the whole armor of God. Mm. We thank you, Father, for your wisdom and your revelation. We continue to call upon more and more of your insight into the things that's taking place, Lord, so we can pray effectively. We ask you, Lord, as we continue to prepare, Lord, that you help us in this situation to yes, be able to put in place what needs to be put in place. Mm. We commit each one of us into your hand. Let increase us in wisdom. Yes. Open our spiritual ears to hear what you have to say. Yes. Open our spiritual eyes to see what you want us to see. Yes. And let give us a mind to understand the thing of the spirit, Lord. Mm. Lord, even though the enemy's plan and full motion, we know, Lord, that you already place your people where they need to be placed. Yes. We know that the Holy Spirit that was in us will guide us to all truth and prepare mm. us the way that we need to be prepared. And Lord, we trust in your judgment. Mm. We trust in your ways yes. we trust in what's taking place for you have complete control yes lord bless each one of us mm. and continue to instill in our heart the desire to do things lord each one of us has a mandate each one of us has a gift each one of us have a talent and each one of us has a position so mm. father show us where we need to be show us what we need to use and help us in jesus name Amen. 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 Gaza, thank you again so much for being with us. And we shall see you next Saturday sometime, 10 o'clock. Um, as a start show at 10 o'clock, we usually play a bit of worship music between before to really engage with the Holy Spirit. But we will be there next week. I forgot something. Yeah, you did. This is what I did. Well, this is what we got. As we spoke a few weeks ago about grow to plant we are beginning to get some planters here for 10 pound 15 pound each and we're going to begin to the seed coming in from the real seed place is it babe yeah the real seed company they're back up and running so if you want to they on and off because the thing is between the fields planting and um their offices so um just try um if you want to try real seeds if you go on their website realseeds.com mm -hmm. um or .uk. i put i put the link on anyway i'll put it again um yeah so they're delivering seeds at the moment so we got the planters we're painting them up and getting them ready um, and then we'll let you know how we go so yeah and also what we wanted to say is that if you 
wanted they've got smaller planters than that that like half the size of that um we'll let you know the price of them there's a man who's selling them locally um because you can have them in your you can have them in your if you've got a smaller space as well so you can have them indoors um and yeah you can plant your seeds and you can plant your produce so yeah just to encourage everyone yeah it's time it's time <laughs> it's to time looking forward to it looking forward and if you need any seeds just let us know as well and uh yeah yeah we'll see what we what we can order um so we can get it in batches because i think it would make it easier but it's to get it to you then so if you wanted to because they're taking about 10 days to deliver at the moment um it's a lot, a lot longer than usual so you may be quicker to order directly okay well thank you babe you're welcome thank you thank you thank you everyone and we shall see you next week next saturday bye 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 bye